0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the one and only, the Persian... The Persian... Perspective... Perspective... <laughs> Persian, Persian, Persian Perspective... perspective. We, have a, we have a Persian, we've got a perspective... And I have a perspective I want to share with you all... There's a Persian cat outside for some odd reason... Yeah, there is a Persian cat actually outside... And we're back after yes. a couple of weeks of hiatus... Yeah...
1: Uh, what so. think about
0: my cat? He's black and can't jump... <laughs> <This boy. laughs> Jesus Christ that was Mike's joke that's by a the very way. nice joke that's a great joke it's a smart joke okay. it's, uh, speaking of way, Mike, Mike Sadi is a, is a Filipino open micer comedian in the KL scene and um, he uh, he works as an IT dude Mm. right because filipino and uh yep. malaysian malaysian's number one commodity is casual racism <laughs> god that's true <laughs> that is very that true. Is so true we got very we we got the best casual racism mm-hmm. in this country so it's like filipino either you're uh you're, you're a housekeeper or you work in it or you do voiceovers for the disney channel asia mm-hmm. that's That's very very true that's very true (laughs) yeah i've never had a time in my childhood where it wasn't just a a a pinoy speaking in an american accent just dubbing over a japanese cartoon no one wanted to watch it's uh (laughs) it's very weird so yeah the the clubs in Kealo are opening up back again they've opened for a while now yeah and uh the crowds are weird um it's like how many people are allowed in the club now? So I saw you perform like on the two clubs that are fucking yeah. do it is a, yeah, the yeah, joke yeah, factory yeah. and the crack house. Yeah. So here's the, here's the thing. It really depends. Okay. So at night it's a full capacity. Mm-hmm. It's like twenty people, thirty two people sometimes. Yeah. That is as much as the authorities will let you in. Mm-hmm. Everybody's spaced out. Everybody's wearing masks half the time but uh that's that's uh, that's better than most times we've had open mics even before the pandemic actually okay there's some days we used to put one that just four people yeah like I, mean, I was usually part of one of those four yeah. people I'd come in there's like another you know, you know, the two couple you hold in <laughs> yeah and it's this is somebody used to joke that this ain't a show this is a hostage situation that's <laughs> all so, we've seen bank robberies re- with better terror. I remember is all like grabbing me Basically pulling me in From the stage Yeah I, I got in And I saw it's empty And I got in like About 20 minutes late And mm-hmm. I was like It's empty as fuck There's only two couple in mm-hmm. And Rizal's like Ah Well come in Come in Come in Like <laughs> by it. He pulled me With such a force And he's like Sit 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 To be fair uh, To okay. be fair That's just Rizal Right I've never um, God seen... bless him I would do the same But I don't think I'll ever have the nerve To do it <laughs> Oh Rizal's got nerve Rizal's yeah. got more nerves Than the average Human nervous system. <laughs> he's, uh, he's he's ninety percent nerve. Correct. <laughs> it's, it's, if you ever autopsy that man's body, <laughs> there's no internal organs. It's just nerve. <laughs> the doctor takes off his glasses. I've been practicing medicine for twenty five years. <laughs> I've never seen anything. This like motherfucker that. is nothing but nerve. He's like I've never seen a man. Who never did cocaine and has cocaine energy. It's bizarre. <laughs> he's got way too much enthusiasm. Even when he's telling you to fuck off, it's with a big old smile. Yeah. Hey, you, fuck off. But hey, <laughs> yeah. he jumps off somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's shit. amazing to watch. So, yeah. so the crowds are, are really good uh, number-wise. Mm-hmm. But um, here's the issue. The energy is really spotty in the room right Mm. so what's going on is if you go to like say the joke factory for instance right Mm. this is like a premier club it's Mm. in the public shopping mall you expect there's people coming in and out yeah there's like there's like boho chic hipsters walking around everywhere Mm. you know girls with like a weird with, with weirdly minimal clothing and each piece of clothing is really expensive yeah and uh and everybody's like an every other person is like an expat and their asian wife yeah. you know or, the, or their asian mistress <laughs> or their asian mistress that they're cheating on with their asian wife you mm. know <laughs> um and all the cars are really expensive so it's like a, it's like yeah public is just this expensive hub of like expats and people who can't afford a lot of expensive shit. yeah <laughs> like Just outside the comedy club, it's just nothing but Japanese restaurants, Japanese restaurants, and high-end barbers, like the ones where you pay fifty bucks for a haircut and a shave. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. So like, when I'm in Publica, I feel too poor to breathe. Yeah. Okay, because I am afraid somebody might charge me. The parking is fifteen bucks. (laughs) I and it's you decide to open an a, a comedy club, right? And it's like. You know, all your performers are riff-raff, dude. Like, half of us are, like, probably drug addicts or unemployed on on some stuff. Mm. And the other half are, like, office workers making minimum wage who have to travel there with, like, a grab, Mm. like, a ride share to do these shows. So it's, like, this is a really expensive club. But by the same token, there's also, like, a sense of, like, a kind of entitlement. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is this is kind of a, a guess where they're just sort of cross their arms waiting for you to entertain them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty much some subject factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this very a more I look down on you kind of yeah. feeling when you go into yeah. the room like, oh crap, I'm the fuck's Dance for me, monkey, dance. You know? Yeah, And you're on the you're literally on the stage. You're literally on the stage. With a shitty, shitty, shitty backdrop yeah. of LED lights, I fucking hate that backdrop. I mean, it gives me headaches. It'd be great if you if you could you actually sort of like give a thumb drive to the AV dude and say like, okay, so now I can do some visual work, mm-hmm. right? And be and practically do like a presentation, like Hasan Minaj in his you know Homecoming King thing. You could literally like point to shit on the on the thing, but. Uh, finding people to man even the sound is difficult, right? Like right now we got a dude called Akasha who's manning the sound, and he's new and he doesn't quite know the equipment. Sure. So like when he plays the disclaimer message at the beginning of the shows, it's not maximized, so you can see the <laughs> scroll bar underneath. Oh. So I'm like, oh no, <laughs> press press. This is alt. an elite bar. Yeah, <laughs> okay. alt enter, dude. Alt enter. Alt. <laughs> I oh, don't know. The sound is too much gain. I'm like, oh. shit. But he's an open micer as well from the Malay language scene. Mm-hmm. So it's, he wants to jump on stage. So when he jumps on stage, zero music. It's, <laughs> it's perfect for himself It's perfect. <laughs> he just walks up and down to silence. Fuck. It's not great. Uh, so the opening of the of the shows is really like there's still hiccups, right? Uh, crowds are a little bit tepid, a little bit shy, or a little bit like... Uh, they don't quite know what's going on. Some of us suspect that... They've been watching Netflix stand-up for the past nine months. Yeah, they're pretty much desensitized <laughs> Yeah. So, they, they figure when we get to this show dude on the stage. Is gonna do all the work for us. We're gonna have an omakase comedy experience. Yeah, and I have a really? Louis C.K. coming up. Yeah, it's like doing the beats and everything. That's right. And I'm gonna make that fifty bucks that I just paid worth work for me. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty much that. So you got that at the joke factory. So what's happened is that, um, so that's become the hard room, right? It was never... A- joke Factory is a hard room now. Joke Factory is the hard room now. Sure. You want to challenge Joke Factory is the hard room. They now got open mics on at 5 p.m. now. On I Saturday. saw that Ned posted it. Was like, weird, f- right? It was like, 5 p.m.? That's weird, right? That's like... Who goes to the Joke Comedy call, call at 5 p.m.? I'll tell you. Four people. Four people show up at the show. So it's like, now you got to work extra hard. Yeah. Because it's like... Three nerds and a and a lady in a summer dress who's who's just like trying to support the scene because she used to be an open micer as well, uh-huh. right? Some days it's like that. Some days you get a little bit more, a little bit more. More people show up, but no, you're 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 fighting. How up, many though. weeks has it been going for? five p.m. now. Two three weeks now. Two three weeks. that's Okay. So, because I don't know what's happening. I think they're just. Harith is Hareth Iskandar is kind of the owner, right? And yeah. He's like a he's he's like the he calls himself the godfather of Malaysian comedy, and to be fair, he has been around the longest, mm-hmm. right? And he kind of looks like the laughing Buddha, so we all worship him, you know. But um, so what I think, but the, here's the thing: just because you've been around forever and you got a club in Publica doesn't mean you're raking it in. Mm. Cause the rent is like twenty k a month. Yeah, because I was saying, that's what I was also thought. I was like, is he paying it from what? What's the source of the income for this club? Because now the same as everybody else. So I just got back from uh, a wedding, and it was Rizman's sister. Rizman's another open micer. Yeah, lovely kid. He's got really great observational comedy really on. wholesome very wholesome yeah loves fucked up movies it's very weird <laughs> he thinks the serbian movie is too light anyway <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, i did no, not watch that them. movie don't i won't watch that fucking movie <laughs> it's got the word serbian in it <laughs> i i know what happened in bosnia <laughs> have you met the serbian in malaysia i have the serbian in penang <laughs> There's a Serbian in Penang? There's a Serbian in Penang. She's the one? Uh, yeah. He's like a manager for a football team, I think. Yeah. Have you? <laughs> let's finish the story about the comedy called I'll Tell You About the Serbian in Penang. Right. No, so uh, Prakash Daniel, another great comedian, was yeah. supposed to show up for the wedding. And and he couldn't. And it was like, why? Why can't you show up for your friend's sister's wedding? It's like free food. And we're all broke. shit why not why not show up for a wedding uh and get to know the family see where reason and sense of humor comes from yeah i didn't even know you had a sister uh he's got two okay they're way out of everyone's league how so uh they're see there's a theory that's going around in the malaysian comedy scene that is if if a comedian's got sisters they're almost always hot (laughs) <laughs> oh wow i can't even believe how stupid it sounds even ask how so yeah. of course <laughs> I'm yeah, out yeah. of the league it means that it's like she's extremely beautiful yeah yeah no it's it's okay this is a learning experience <laughs> we're learning we're learning yeah and my theory is that um, uh, if you're the dad all you got is funny to to beg a beautiful lady to marry you, right? Yeah. So the son gets all the funny and the daughters get all the looks. That's the thing. Mm. Now, Prakash is a ladies' man and weddings are a great place to pick up chicks. Yes, it is. It is. So free food, ladies, why would you show up? He had a corporate. Ah. Right? And I was like, so Prakash would show up because he had a corporate. Is he just being flaky and shit? And Reason was like, no, nah, dude, I completely understand because all of us comedians, we're struggling. There's no money going in. There's no money coming out. The clubs can't even pay you that much for the shows that you do for them. Like I opened for Kevin Jay, you know, Netflix, Kevin Jay. I yeah. opened for him yesterday. I'm not getting paid and I don't even care because I know Rizal who runs the crack factory he's not making that much money. Let's like let's be real. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, for God's sake, he even like converted the comedy club into a restaurant as well now. So. Ah, so that's a legal thing, right? So they, if you're just doing comedy, the authorities will shut you down. Oh, but if you're a restaurant, they you don't can. have the right ah uh, shit and you make wow. money on the side smart okay. yeah very right? smart yeah so the authorities come in i was like no no it's fine it's just like our real business is making pizzas and uh on the side I, we do comedy and on the side you. we <laughs> just let people just say whatever they want on stage and it's cool you just have to sign up for it right so mm-hmm. it's a loophole yeah but and the comedians still aren't making enough money so yeah. prakash doing the corporates is one example of that, and another example is we go back to Harritis Kanda. His money comes from corporates, mm-hmm. right? His money comes from corporates and I'll, and private events because now the joke factory is also an event space, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So if you want forums, if you want talks, if you want you know like lessons, tutorials, like yoga class, whatever, you can rent the place. Yeah, so. yeah. So the reason why I think the open mic is on the Saturdays because on the weekdays. They're renting a They're renting it out. Ah. Because open mics build the scene, but they don't make you any money. Nope. No, no one's gonna come to like I I, I have no clue. Like a, like a, like Eddie Eddie Tan from Jinjiang <laughs> talking about how he doesn't like it when his streamer shuts off early on Twitch or whatever. No <laughs> one's gonna give a shit about that. Nah. Right. nobody it's not sellable. So You know, now it's at 5 o'clock, right? Mm. That makes things complicated because the people who do show up at that time, they're not actually in it. Mm. These are curiosity walk-ins now. Mm. So they're they're not comedy fans. Mm. They just want to see, like, what the place is about, Mm -hmm. what do they do, what they can get. Yes. And unlike the Crack House and unlike other comedy clubs, the Joke Factory has a window, natural light and shit, right? At 5 o'clock, there's natural light coming in. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, which is weird, but it also means that people can walk past and peek in. Oh. they get a little curious, and then you get walk in. So there's a good side to it. There's slightly a good side. Like a lady will like a lady will just walk by and like, huh? What the hell is going on? But here? There's also a problem. You see, the joke factory is at the corner. It is at the corner, yes. right? So there's not many people passing by the window. That's kind of a problem. Yes. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, if it was in a middle uh, booth or mm-hmm. whatever you call it, then then it could people would be communing yeah. back before this one the it's a corner shop right however remember when I told you that it's surrounded by Japanese restaurants ah it's got a restaurant on either side so people who are going to eat they see it they see it right they mm-hmm. may not be passing by during an open mic but they will be passing by at dinner time and lunch time okay so there might be some attention being drawn there as well so that's good so that's good but you're still getting tough crowds you're getting desensitized crowds they're coming in droves because they're bored out of their goddamn minds. Yeah. But that. but these are people who have also watched everything on Netflix and YouTube somehow. They're they're I think they're just really desensitized at this point as you said. Yeah. So now it's like nothing will make them laugh. You got to work. You have to work. I don't well um I haven't performed after the, what's it called? After the, after recent, the World Caught Fire? Yeah. After the, I have performed once after the World Caught Fire when yeah. it opened up last year, when yeah, the numbers yeah, were yeah. actually down. Good times. Sure. I did perform then, and yeah. I performed once, and, and I could already tell people were... And it was the first night that they opened, a second a week that they opened up for the open mic. Mm. And I was asking, like, should we do new material and everything? I remember people were all, like, disengaged in, mm-hmm. the, in a weird sense the energy mm-hmm. was really off mm-hmm, and uh, Rizmond was actually trying to crack it after the thing was like what was up with the crowd tonight yeah uh I can only imagine like after another year of this horse shit yeah like how people would possibly be thinking how people would be possibly feeling about it now because it was like I feel like people want are a little bit on their toes mm-hmm. just because they're like I like oh look, look I I still haven't come to the comedy club since it opened up two months ago again. Of course, right? yeah. Just because I'm on my toes mm-hmm. because I'm afraid of getting into a public place mm-hmm. with more people. That's true, and some Malaysians can be very relaxed with the SOP. Yes, and they can be really relaxed. And one cough later, I'll and I'm like I have my family to worry about, and right. if I like pass it on to my mother, if I catch it just because one cocksucker didn't yeah. put on their mask or like somehow schemed himself mm-hmm. into a building. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like 2020 at the height of the corona, mm-hmm. I went into the uh, the mall to mm-hmm. buy some groceries. Yeah. And this was when people were mass buying and everything. Right. I was walking and we had this monitor, this big monitor that, that it was one of these monitor right. temperature checkers that yeah. you see yourself Yeah, yeah. before and it just detects faces. Sure. I was walking and it Detected me, just as I was passing. But, yeah. dete- but suddenly it went red. Oh. And the person behind me was like, like six feet behind, six feet behind me. Right. It just his face suddenly became the whole screen,
1: oh. and it was
0: like thirty eight point nine. So you got, so you're being reended by the human torch at this moment. Yeah, I was like six feet away, six feet, eight feet away from yeah. the guy with a thirty eight point nine. Oh shit! Temperature. Okay. okay. And I just like. Walked quicker, yeah, and I turned and he and I made eye contact and his okay. eyes were like scared. Yeah. But he didn't stop from going in. He kept going and he went to the place he wanted to go. Here's the crazy thing. Long before the temperature you must have felt sick and you still decided to go. Away. I was surprised that he was still walking and everything with the thirty-eight point whatever the temperature. It's crazy, right? Yeah, but like his fear, like he knew that I knew. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit, he's still coming in." Oh, Luckily, yeah. he didn't care if he came my way. I would have probably super kicked him or something. <laughs> just Falcon punched him. Just, just fucking little. punched him. I was like, what the fucker? Get that? It's like. So I had this coworker right back when yeah. I was working in the star, and she runs hot all the day, mm. right? She her the base temperature is forty C. <laughs> right she's like if you ever watch attack on titan she's basically like one of those things over the wall, steaming just steaming yeah. Like colossal a dim sum, yeah. right uh, it's ridiculous like oh, she usually sum, yeah. <laughs> how am i the fat one here huh? no no okay but for real though some people just run really hot but i understand like it's terrifying when you have people who just really really <laughs> lax about just doing shit And Lord knows, we're not the most careful when we're at the comedy club. Like, we take off our mask, we're way too... You're sitting down, you want to relax also. It's like, it's not comfortable to have a mask on your face, I understand that as well. But like, it's going to be broken at one point or another anytime soon. It's like, have a one meter distance, but hey, you're going into an elevator where it's like, you're all crammed together with five people. It's like, you're breathing down each other's necks yeah and you go to the toilet you're touching the same fucking hose yeah it's is <laughs> not great because we got yeah, the using the hoses. same condom i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta yeah, you gotta save the environment yeah you gotta save the environment malaysia the place that makes the most condoms in the whole world it's yeah uh, you're yeah. having a massive shortage <laughs> yeah, it's just so much fucking uh, nothing yeah. there's nothing else to do uh, except <laughs> each other uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, no, but it's, it's just that thing, right? Yeah, but people it's a- are relaxed now a little bit, but at the same time, as I said, I mentioned to the, the point before, like you're not at ease anymore. You're a little fucked up. Everybody, mm. everybody are a little fucked up right now. Yeah, just here's the difficult thing. Right now, we're looking at a psychological phenomenon. We can't break it, mm. right? Between the uptight crowds, between you know, people showing up in droves, but then they don't laugh. Mm-hmm. We don't really understand why. Uh, I would have thought that the, the 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 intermittent danger of going out to watch a comedy show would have made people laugh more, mm. because anxiety helps you laugh. Maybe the need to laugh is too much that it actually subtracts the joy of the thing. Because like, if I'm going out with f- with friends now, yeah. I know myself personally, like, I want them to have the best time possible. Sure, sure. So everybody the, everybody, kind of want to be like, hey guys, let's go make sure. Like we went to a restaurant. Even mm-hmm. the restaurant, I was like, my mind going like, please be good. Because mm-hmm. I know everybody to have a good time. Because yeah. I want to have a good time. Yeah. I think there is also this like, this better be so good. Yeah. Like, that we all can have a laugh. Right. And maybe there's some compassion also going on inwardly toward each other. Like, I hope my friend laughs here. Right. I also think is, right before we started, I was talking about how... Do you get hecklers? Hmm? Is there any hecklers? Nah, no hecklers. Malaysians are polite that way. I know I know Occasional, Oh yeah Mostly the hecklers Are white people But yeah, <laughs> never get any Fucking I know. Pieces of shit <laughs> they can. It's a It's a Mixed blessing uh, Last night We got an Australian lady Called Sam She was like It wasn't quite heckling But she was Very interactive You know like The ones who just Talk to you While you're on stage Yeah Yeah, yeah. That can be a bit Distracting Yeah But Um I will say Calvin, who was like performing 45 minutes for the first like 15 minutes, he didn't even need the material because the audience was just giving it to him because mm. the interaction was really good. That having being said, that night was a weird, was a rare exception. You got Ollie Horn, who was an English dude who was kind of instrumental in turning the crack house into a restaurant. Mm. I suspect that all of those all of the pizzas and the bar food that the crack house is serving now, those are his inventions basically. Mm, right? Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't mm. be surprised. He is he is a amateur cook, after uh, all. Um he was working himself to the bone last night. Fifty minutes up top for every half of the show. Yeah? And like a good five to ten minutes in between the acts, just, you know, making sure Everybody that having a good time. Everybody having a good time because they would it wasn't that bad on Saturday, uh, but on Friday, audience would just reset. They would just go back to their to to cold. You have to constantly reheat them. Would they laugh? Were eventually, there, eventually, but they won't. But the energy would just go back to zero very correct. quickly. Oh, I hate that. Zero. Yeah, oh. yeah. And those on the weekends, those are the crowds you're getting now. These are crowds of money. They got the, these are crowds who are a little bit more established. They're in the 40s and 50s uh-huh. some of them are in their 20s but they're already professionals uh-huh. same crowd in the joke factory not coming to the crack house but Chiho and I another comedian right he does great like local based comedy a lot of topical humor yeah he was he was pointing out that he suspects you know all things being equal that if you would take the same crowd out of the joke factory and put it in the crack house, you would have a slightly better chance at the crack house and i told him i think it's because the crack house is just smaller more intimate more intimate it's darker too yeah uh and this crazy art on the walls You're, you he doesn't just, fuck with you and doesn't give you that fuck corporate with you feel that's right yeah it feels very intimate it feels like like a like the like if you can even call it that an intimate punk rock concert yeah you know and yeah funny yeah funny you mentioned yeah joke factory you can pretty much see everybody yeah it's pretty. Really, it's so lit that you crowd you the crowd every all the crowd can see each other perfectly yeah it's a little like disconcerting yeah it is whereas when i was starting out at the crack house it was dark it was really dark because the way how it was set up there was there was it was a black box mm-hmm. right now it's a little bit more colorful cuz arlene Rizal's wife she took it upon herself to like Paint the walls like red, white, and blue. It kind of looks like, you know, the French flag did acid just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> when it was still starting out, the walls were black, the ceiling was black, everything was black. So it was all pure darkness. It was pure dark. It darkness. It was a black box, basically, with the exception of some really jacked up graffiti on the walls. And that really helped because with the bright spotlight on your face... And the audience in the dark, it it's feels cute. intimate, yeah. And yeah. everybody doesn't mind laughing because they can't see each other. They can't feel self-conscious because mm. it's in the dark. That was the very first thing I noticed when I did my first show. Mm. I remember I did my first open mic. did yeah. my first show my first <laughs> open, my <laughs> <show>. <laughs> It's Arnie! Hey, the Persian perspective on the stage. On the Two stage. Two hours special. Two hours. We bomb and it's good. <laughs> 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 we have a nuclear weapon with no nuclear material in it. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> That's the current state of Iran. We have a nuclear facility <laughs> that doesn't have enough uranium to run. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fucking hell, man! But that sucks. Uh, enriched, uh, enriched Iranians. That's what. You enriched call. Iranians. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, and like I got, I was like psyched, and I was like really amped up. But the second I got the mic and I turned, mm-hmm. and a light hit me in the mm-hmm. eye, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm blind." Yeah. And I can't see anybody. Yeah. But somehow it works. It works because yeah. you feel alone. Yeah, it did. It yeah, it does. It almost feels like you're gonna die. Because yeah. <laughs> there's just this light and yeah. there's like shadows in yeah. the back that are like murmuring. Yeah. And occasionally laugh at something you say. Yeah. So they just don't put you in hell. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta I gotta make St. Peter laugh. He's gonna put me in the hellfire. Yeah, hey, two and <laughs> walk into a box. I was kidding, it's a gas chamber. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah, <okay. laughs> I'm going straight to hell, um no, but yeah, that's definitely it, so uh, that was one of the saving graces. Ollie horn was working very hard to warm up the crowd, yeah, uh I did okay, cheered it very well, uh the night before was a lot harder, yeah because they were even more uptight mm. Olihan was working his ass off, doing the hosting, was was not puncturing it through. And the, one of the openers is Kieran Baladevin. Now, mm. if you know Kieran, mm. it, we've always said that if you have to follow Kieran, good luck to you. Okay? Because this man's angry energy is like, is like, it's impossible not to laugh at him because he's like a cartoon. He's mm. like a brown Bill Burr. It's uh, a... <laughs> 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 just an angry Indian just yelling at your face about something that really pisses him off, and it's just glorious to watch. And even then, nothing. Not I mean, he wasn't bombing, but it wasn't like the "I'm hurting my ball so much, I'm laughing" kind of laughter I usually get, we usually get. You know. You know what I imagined to do in those scenarios? Yeah. That was something that I wish I did in the Russell's club, which is is it still open by the way? No, poor Russell had to shut that shit down. Shit. I love that place. Yeah. I love that place. It was a beautiful little speakeasy in the middle of nowhere. It was ideal for sound of comedy. Yeah. Had he just the chairs would if he'd like the middle seats changed, yeah. it turned to change seats that are just facing the yeah facing the the yeah. stage, it would have been perfect for it. Everything right because he's a musician by trade right yeah it was a music so so was that it's a music yeah it was like, like a jazz club it's like a jazz club but it was like oh shit, i'm so sad to hear that i yeah. remember he had to go fund me something he had to go fund me he was doing corporate music shows on zoom sorry yeah. i'm very sorry russell he's a great guy but he's okay man, hell, man. I, I love that piece i was really looking forward to doing more shows there and we did a show there yeah where for five family of five indians yeah <laughs> so like my family tree on my mom's side basically yeah pretty much. and it was like a hellish hellish yeah. thing because yeah. they were not just giving in in yeah. any way but every like there were like 12 comics we were going to perform that yeah yeah yeah. and we were all just like trying to like really get something out of them we were, yeah. like I, I managed to get a bit of a laugh out of them but like the lady was talking the mm. wife was like narrating to the husband right oh jeez uh, which God bless him, the I forgot Xander? Xander, yeah. Yeah, he the he went and gave him shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yeah, nice. But here's the thing I imagine to do, is like in that scenario, yeah. When you're in hell, yeah. The way out of hell is never by climbing up it's by digging down digging down (laughs) and I was like man I should have went and did like an aristocrat joke yeah (laughs) it's like a family of four goes into an office the dad fucks the daughter the daughter fucks the son it's just like try to really make it so uncomfortable yeah that maybe that's gonna break through it and like I truly believe like it's either a make or break for that kind of a scenario that is like either you like you know what Bill Burr pulled in Philadelphia yeah, he just said fuck you for 15 minutes. He just f- said fuck you. He didn't do material anything. Yeah. He just torched the crowd yeah. because the crowd was already in hell. Yeah. Now everybody were trying to beg them to come out of it, but yeah. they couldn't come out of it. So, yeah. Tilbert dug a hole to have him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I'm gonna go so deep. Uh, yeah, you're I'm, not gonna wanna go where I'm going. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna pull up my dick and start <laughs> jerking off. <laughs> you better not be there because I can't yeah. see you in the dark. Yeah. Uh, Doug Stanhope pull. is going, this is too much for me. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up Luigi <laughs> <laughs> on a massive scale. And now I come in the tree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's what happened to me. So uh, Brian Tan showed up for like since forever. Because right. mm. you know Brian, he was in this deep funk for like nine months. Mm. Like he wouldn't even leave his house. Shit. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Like he wouldn't, he couldn't get out of bed and whatnot, but slowly he recovered. He started uploading his shit up on YouTube. Now he streams on YouTube. Mm. Right. Now he's just coming back slowly, little by little. Right. Yeah. All right. And <laughs> oh, this this was a bad step for poor Brian because that five o'clock show was tough and hardly anybody was laughing just a smattering of giggles here and there Uh right and brian was trying really hard and he was doing okay uh people were laughing but the truth is with only four people and a bunch of comedians it doesn't matter how much they're laughing you don't hear jack shit you need energy you need energy and four people don't give that much energy like the promoing, I don't know, was neither here nor there. Not too many people showed up, so I, I honestly don't know what else he could have done. And I think he just did his best, and you know, it, it still wasn't enough to like give him a, a good feeling at the end of the show. Mm. And Nat Kang, God bless him, right? Oh yeah. Speaking of torch, <laughs> speaking of digging through hell to heaven nat was just having a ball because he showed up with overalls and boots right yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's called the joke factory i'm gonna dress like the joke factory um so so nat's a really good friend of ours he has really high esteem for a lot of us right so he said you know what you should close the whole show i'm like please Nat, don't uh, don't do this i don't i in my head i was like the fuck are you doing, man? None of us are on our A game. Hardly any of us are are, are willing have that much material written down. We were all burned out during the, the the quarantine. We were all just like trying to survive mentally. and now but you've got so much faith in us like you. you know what? you, the dude who's almost dying after climbing up the stairs. We're gonna have you close the show. I'm like, God bless you that. I ain't gonna argue but this is going to be a shahite show, shah- oh, okay? <laughs> and I'm just coming back from a meeting with a bunch of producers for a show I'm working on, mm. right? That was frustrating enough as it is. Mm, we're going to talk about it after this. Yeah. yeah, this is like, I don't know, producers and shit, right? Yeah. And I know no details because NDA, but, oh, okay. but, you know, I can give a rough thing. So. Yeah, let's talk about what you did for the show, yeah. Okay. So already I'm tired. Yeah. Okay. And I'm talking to Kieran before the show. We're all like, why are we so fucking tired all the time? I'm like, I don't know, man. My my back hurts already. Everything hurts. We have no stamina. We don't know what the fuck is going on. Right. I'm having my first meal of the day. And, uh, you know, whatever. And... And... I go there right I go after, after just some time after Brian okay and I have nothing I'm just angry and I'm tired and I don't feel well I think I'm coming down with something mm. you know like not, not the COVID but yeah. definitely a cold of some sort mm. you know and I just go there I'm just grumpy so I just start roasting everything I see <laughs> and I died towards the end but for the first first four four minutes i'm like surviving right you're so managing <laughs> i'm managing i'm like it's, it's great to be here please give it up for your host the one guy who escaped from the top glove factory <laughs> <laughs> it's great to see he's still alive somehow you know great to see uh, everybody at the joke factory you know uh this, this logo has been bugging me for a while. So the Joke Factory logo is like a lopsided gear. Yeah. It's also shaped like a word bubble, right? Yeah. And in my head, I was like, okay, so everything's just been a little sloppy as of late. We're all tired. I don't know why. Like the Joke Factory... <clears throat> this wasn't in the joke. But I noticed that the Joke Factory used the rival Crack House logo by mistake. Mm. So the picture of Nat that they used to promote the show had Nat wearing the Crack House shirt mm-hmm. for the Joke Factory advertisement, right? And these two clubs are rivals. Yeah. So somebody is getting fired. <laughs> it's not great. So I'm just thinking about, okay, so everything's sloppy. It's fine. We're all tired. Like Even the logo is just annoying to me now. Like this lopsided gear with all the teeth sticking out. This isn't a gear, this just looks like the fucking coronavirus with the word joke on it. <laughs> if this isn't the symbol for what our life has turned into right now, I don't know what the fuck it is. Fuck. It's just joke with a coronavirus in that. That's that's life right now. Right? Yeah. So I go into the I just go to like, has anybody here watched porn joke? Right? <laughs> this is a thing I do. And it's like, and I heard one of them said he was a Roman Catholic. i so, like, they don't watch what? No one's watching porn. Like, Everybody's just lying today. Mm-hmm. Like I stumbled into the Liars Anonymous meeting for five o'clock in the afternoon today, huh? Mm-hmm. What about you, Roman Catholic? You 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 watch porn, huh? Nothing to say, huh? You know if you don't watch porn, Jesus died for shit, right? <laughs> I'm just pissed yeah. off. I don't know why you're angry. Jesus was literally nailed. A thing I can't do because of the pandemic. Oh, shit. Like, he's... He has holes in his head. That means he could jerk himself off and use himself as a flashlight at the same time. Oh, shit. You went there. i just like, I'm so tired and I'm so angry and I just don't understand so did what he's laugh? <laughs> Huh? Did he laugh? He was like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? <laughs> kind of laughing. Oh, no, shit. Everybody's <laughs> horrified. I've done that joke before and it got a huge reaction a week ago. Mm. Right? From the, cr- from the crack house. From mm. well, the crack house. They're like, ah, Nice. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That means the holes are big so he puts penis in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm joking about it like a whole bunch of Christians here are going, so forgive me, Father, for I've heard some fucked up shit. <laughs> you know, say, forgive me, Father, for I... <laughs> <laughs> is that going too far? I mean, Lent is over. Yeah. But, um, you know, whatever. You know, we're just getting frustrations out at this point. You know, the fasting month is starting soon, so I'm like, I'll have to Are you going to gonna start fasting? Hmm? Are you going to fast? I technically can't because I'm an asthmatic and I constantly have to use the the, the asthma inhaler. Oh, okay. Right? So like, I'm fasting, but really I'm just cosplaying a good Muslim at this point. <laughs> cosplaying a good Muslim, yeah. 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 I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> cosplaying a good Muslim, yeah. yeah. Right, oh. so I can't actually. Yeah, my friend asked me, "You got to fast? Dude, like life is suffering, having suffering. Why <laughs> no, a fuck would I want to add hunger to it?" Oh, it's not great. No, no, I'm I I get the point. Like you're gonna starve yourself, so you understand how poor people feel. Yeah, but this is Malaysia. Poor people don't go hungry; they just go broke. Yeah, pretty much. You know, yeah. you know, obesity is a problem with poor people. People huh? grow, people gain weight, yeah, easy, yeah. No, here, yeah, come on now two for two bucks, bucks. <laughs> two bucks, I'll give you 2,000 calories. No, easy, <laughs> easy peasy, <laughs> happy me. <laughs> <peasy>. Come here. <laughs> take this take this piece oh, of bread yeah. <laughs> dipped in fucking fucking car oil <laughs> instead of easy peasy lemon squeezy it's called stress depressed lemon zest how about that a, fuck yeah oh man <laughs> shit <laughs> oh, ah we're all gonna die um, yeah. so so but everyone so, yeah. is tired now, isn't it's it? It's weird. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if it's just our bad habits catching up to us. I don't know if it's psychological. I think I it's know. psychological. Mostly I think it's both psychological and physical. Yeah. That's it. And we I was just talking to Kieran about this. And it's like, because we both have sciatica. Right? Mm. If you ever had sciatica, you know it's a bitch and a half. Like slip discs and nerve pinches. And bad backs, and Lord knows we do the exercises to keep it at bay, but it's not enough. Uh, the pain—you just have to deal with it. And we're both talking to each other after the show. Like we have to get like physically fit yeah. to do comedy now. Yeah. Because now we're only doing it like a couple of times a week, and it's already hard yeah. on top of all the other projects we have going on. Yeah. Whether it's like the odd podcast like this, or me going to like meetings for like a show I'm working on or just hours upon hours of writing, right? Where you're just sitting down or lying down on the floor and just typing all day long, but it feels like you're going to die by the time you're done. Yeah. And, like, everything you do, you need to be physically fed, Mm. right? Like, for the kind of creative work I have to do, both on the stage, off the stage, in a boardroom, in a room where I'm typing, I literally have to be, like, a fucking JoJo's bizarre adventure character just to just to be just to be able to type for five hours i think it'll go away about maybe I, I think it'll only go away when once this pandemic is over i hope so. once you're more at ease a little bit outside once you feel a little bit more comfortable once you do have yeah. that energy that you seek outside mm-hmm. like i'm dying to come to the crack house and then yeah. go to the a mock store and have a that mozzarella kind of, yeah I'm like oh we're gonna we're gonna have fun but after you're done you're like why did I do that that is a lot of hanging yeah. out that I'm doing right and uh, also I just like the idea of be looking like 60s Arnold Schwarzenegger while typing just mm-hmm. like <laughs> it was the best of times it was the best of times <laughs> 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 and he got a psych. He got a psych degree, so it's like... If fucking he, Arnold <laughs> Fucking Arnold Put it the bar So goddamn I high Lower the bar Some of us want to do get Dead lips I got a psych degree yes. I got I want Mr. Olympia yeah. I Marry the Kennedy yeah. I we got the Governor of California That's, I want, I got 20 million For each movie yeah. Shitty movie I did That was bad, and bad enough And I can't even act <laughs> That was bad enough Yeah Now you gotta do Like David Goggins On the Joe Rogan show Going like oh. "I Yeah And you look at him And going. Oh, man, I've never felt like more of a piece of shit in my life. Me too. I listened to that guy and read his book and I was like, man, you yeah. know, it's such a busy fucking evening this guy has. <laughs> like, slow down, you goddamn cyborg! Like, oh, yeah, okay, stay hard. Yeah, yeah, you pussy. Yes. Uh, yeah, you yeah, keep running. Keep running. Fuck you! Like he's just doing a marathon on a broken foot, uh, and I'm here just like struggling give, to go to the bathroom. Give me a fucking break! Man. I wasn't SEAL teams. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I can't imagine like fucking this guy, like has, yeah. having sex with this guy is gonna be the worst experience of anybody's yeah. life. It's gonna make you feel like shit. Ha! Huh, I make you come four times already. <laughs> yeah. imagine, imagine him as, as a power. Look your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine him as a power bottom? It's not crazy. <laughs> you call that a fucking? <laughs> Fuck uh, <way> harder, right? <laughs> You're not writing it hard enough. David, please stop. I'm shooting on bone marrow. <laughs> I don't have any more. Like, uh, i You don't fuck me. I uh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, ah, stop clenching dick he, he looks like the kind of guy who needs anal <laughs> because, <laughs> the, because he's so hard that he just like he needs oh something. God. Like, you, uh, <laughs> bitch, you want do some squats. <laughs> <laughs> can't come like this. Oh No, so I'm just looking... My brother's like, I'm going to give you something to motivate you. So he shows me like five David Goggins um, videos and I'm like... Like I admire him. Yeah, no. He's an amazing human being, assuming he's a specimen. Yeah. when the aliens come down and find all of our porn stashes... Yeah. and videos from YouTube. But I hate him at the same time. Like yeah. I hate him to the point that I think about horrific shit that I yeah. can do to him to make him stop. <laughs> like I just just... shoot him with the twenty-two in the kneecaps. All <laughs> and I w- all I want to... is just to heckle him like like filthy Frank in the pink suit. Yeah, He's like cool. Joker tries to bring Batman down to yeah. his level. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah make yeah. him kill and to shit like that. Yeah. like I feel like Joker to his Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking like, what can I do to make this guy like miserable? Right. I just want to make his life so bad that he has to eat french fries. Yeah. Just once. <laughs> you know, it's like snacking. is just like gravity. All you need is a little push. Yeah, you come know, on. Just a little bit. Snacking. <laughs> <It's> like gravity. <laughs> or just heckle him. Hey, Dave. Dave. You think you're so hot. You think you're such hot shit, huh? Why don't you try growing some hair? <laughs> oh, You got it. We won like the... You did 4,000 pull-ups in 24 hours. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, grow a beard. Big yeah. deal. I, I ate 4,000 French fries in 24 hours. Yeah, my biceps are ripped from all of the beer I've been. I have all the women the like thing. I pay hookers to blow me in front of them and be like, well hey, you did all that for nothing. <laughs> I'm enjoying my life. It's like, what are you after, Dave? <laughs> I'm just I just look, the rest of us are just dying. And this dude is literally like the second coming of the Terminator. Literally? Yeah, just nonstop. And my brother thinks this is motivational. And yeah. I'm like, no, no, it, it, no, he, motivation. motivation is something that is like within the grasp. This yeah. guy has went to the stratosphere. Yeah. Like beyond Elon Musk. Yeah. Like if Elon Musk can do push-ups. Yeah. That's the, this guy. I mean, Elon Musk can do push-ups. David Goggins can do a push-up with SpaceX on his back. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's god. great. Him and Cameron Haynes said that like they go like oh, two no. savages Oh, no, jeez, oh, no, the no. Cameron no. Hayes, like, we go hunting. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm doing push-ups while I'm shooting with one rifle. <laughs> He's <was> like, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's... So, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is an understanding that we, we got to at least try and stay fit. One of the things that was at least marginally inspiring was just the idea of Joey Diaz losing weight yeah it just—it was yeah he was even for me yeah and he's, he he has a bicycle he cycles he's still like oh I gotta get this thing out the crack of my ass yeah. <laughs> you gotta piss you know yeah. while I'm on the bicycle or whatever I don't know what he's doing like he's he's stoned as a motherfucker and he's still working out so he Bob, has it? THC every fucking day I think if you lick him you get high pretty honestly. much it's Fuck. just, there's so much weed in his system. he's not smoking, he, like, does a spray. Yeah. Like, or, like, a CBD oil. Like, or, like, the gummies. CBD, or... yeah, at least it's, like, doesn't do get you high. He yeah. just does both at the same time. Right. It's like, like a tab acid. <laughs> One of the funniest memes I saw recently yeah. was <laughs> when... It was a Matrix meme yeah. with uh, with Morpheus yeah. at it. Yeah. When he Morpheus did an advertising for a car, he yeah. says, "Wow." Well, yeah. He says, "When you take the blue pill and the red pill at the same time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh shit! Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what Joey Diaz does for breakfast. <laughs> he Takes the blue and the red. He free bases THC. He's. he's- I don't know how he's alive, honestly. Like Hunter S. Thompson would look at Joey Diaz and go, "Bro, bro, <laughs> come on, <laughs> let's slow down. You we need, haven't slept in five days. You need a drink. Come you down. need a drink. Have some, have sh- Have some chivas. <laughs> <Have some shavaz. laughs> yeah, on an ice cone. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe just take some grass to do the edge. Take off. The, yeah, no, no. <laughs> have some grass to take the edge Yeah, yeah. calm so down. Yeah, yeah. no." We're doing so much. Call Columbia is now bald. Okay, <sighs> fuck that guy. Oh yeah. my god, it would be fun just to just to hang out with him once, right? Yeah, he'd probably die or something. Yeah, really no, fun. your heart goes off like C four, but but you know, uh, your your tombstone would have a great little. Obituary. You're gonna have a blast. <laughs> yeah, went out like a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is great. Oh man. But that's just the thing. You you do this shit, and you underestimate how hard it is. And now you realize, also, you're getting older. So now you're doing that old person thing. Well, like, I gotta I gotta get in shape now because yeah. all the stuff that used to come easily to me now it just does. doesn't come easy to me. Yeah. So now I have to train for just going up on stage to tell jokes, which sounds like the most pathetic thing in the world, really. That you're, you're so broken down physically that you literally have to train to do a thing that, you know, people, people physically should be able to do on a whim. Yeah. Then you realize this is probably just the, the game of life balancing it out yeah because we also take it for granted that public speaking is a thing that is terrifying to like ninety nine percent of the population, yeah, now you're public speaking with corona here like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and we're still there we're still doing it in spite of the threat of death if somebody coughs on you wrong yeah and and this is a thing that comes way too easily to us, so now mm. the 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 balancing of the game of life is basically yeah. okay, it's easy for you mentally. Mm you have no fear going up on stage you'll say whatever you want yeah. but the but now the price is that you will feel like crap afterwards yeah uh and and you will feel like crap the next morning yeah because that's the thing what happened to Kieran and me we felt like crap the next mo- we couldn't get out of bed mm. back hurt feet hurt leg hurt everything hurt son of a bitch yeah it was bad you know uh Kieran and I. What does Rizal say about this? Rizal's got cocaine energy without the cocaine, remember? He's not phased at all. He's always there. He's always there. He's always been like the most high energy person I've met in my life. God bless. God bless. It's insane. I don't know how he does it. I think it's because he's got a kid now, right? He has to work harder. He's got to work harder. He's got a wife with. And they've got what, four kids in total now? I yeah. lost count. Yeah, three kids. They are three kids, yeah. They got three kids, four, four, kids, four in and listen kids as well. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a very white baby. Anyway, <laughs> because they're both half white, right? Uh, Rizal and Arlene. Yeah. So, he's got motivations, right? But the rest of us, I think, it's very difficult to keep in mind what your motivations actually are because your life's not really, really amounting to much, but it's also really comfortable. Yeah. Uh, a lot of us who are lucky, we get to either live in our parents or our parents' houses. Um, yeah, don't get to pay the... Uh, there's no, no rent, rent to pay. Rent and shit like that. Right. I got... Are little... you still going to do this? Oh, by the way, have you got the job or anything? Nah. Shit. No. Half the time, I'm not even like motivated. Like, I get the job <laughs> offers and they're all like, we'll pay you a thousand less than you used to make. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, no come on now I was already underpaid when I was working for the newspaper now you want me to be even more, more under, underpaid uh, like, fuck good it. good for a job that literally doesn't match my my qualifications yeah right? fuck that no I, most of them is like copywriting for like ads yeah or like promotional material yeah which I can do but if it's stuff like that yeah like, pay me more not less yeah well that's so, that's the Malaysian job market for you hmm. so are, are you going to do any shows coming up Ah, uh, let's see. We got not not this week. I think on account of I've already got my slots uh, burned out, which is the sense that you already got your slots burned out. How many slots did you burn out? I mean, I'm what f- I mean is that I already did a whole f- bunch of stuff last, <laughs> You're last week, huh? Your pimp? I mean, you burned out your slots. It ain't easy. You burn out your slots. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did they bring you money? I mean. <laughs> bitch I, mean, I told you i'll cut you <laughs> i mean i had uh have i choked a bitch before <laughs> my lawyer tells me to say no <laughs> really i mean i know they come more than I that i mean the white stripes said that you can't be a pimp and a prostitute too uh i disagree <laughs> that's every comedian i've ever met um mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I can't do any shows now because I've already used up my slots from the week before Mm. for both open mics uh, on Wednesday and on Saturday. By the way, the Crack House is also doing a Saturday open mic. Oh, shit. At On the same time. Five o'clock? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Very weird. I can't imagine seeing that place in daylight. Yeah, it makes no (laughs) sense, right? Yeah. Like, I can't. Every time I think of a Crack House, nighttime. Yeah. (laughs) Who does crack in the day? Nobody. Nobody. Come on. It's... it's. I don't know. It's... Uh, and it's exactly at the same time as the one in the Joe Factory. They'll be overlapping. It's kind of weird. But I get it. Like, who can't do a show at the Joe Factory who can do a show at the crack house? Except that the Joe Factory had a ton of money to drop on promotion and even that didn't work yeah so i don't know what the crack house is going to do one thing about joke factory drinks sucked <laughs> i mean uh, for what it's worth yeah yeah i ordered I mean, a white russian they brought me a drop of white russian in, yeah. a, in a glass of ice and then told send them back i was like fuck is this <laughs> this, <laughs> this is so this, 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 this is a ukrainian you're what, <laughs> you're i charging. asked for a white russian not mm-hmm. a not just half of Crimea." Um, yeah. Hmm, so, sorry, no performance this week. Then? No promo performance this week until uh, next week. Uh, next week, definitely. Because they like having me around. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm decent at what I do. Yeah, you are. And um I get along with everyone. Mm. So even if I'm doing shit, it's just good to be there. Yeah. uh Plus, you don't want to stay away for too long. You start yeah. losing. Yeah. Your mojo, but I do have to start writing more. Yeah. Um, everybody does everybody does because what I'm noticing is that I don't do this thing that I feel every comedian should do and Kieran told me this um, before Wednesday before the open mics at the crack house and he says that ideally don't look up your notes before on the day itself mm-hmm. you because this is what I do I'd be flipping through my notes Brian does this too and mm-hmm. I guess it works for him because he's a very righty little comedian right mm-hmm. he likes to write his jokes are very written based rather than the performance yeah. of spontaneity. Uh he will review his notes before even going up on stage. Mm-hmm. Like he's just flipping through his exercise book on the bar right before he goes up. Yeah. Kieran doesn't do that. Mm. Kieran will write days before. And he'll keep writing up to the on right up to the day of the of the show. Yeah. And then on the day of the show he forgets. Mm. So it's this Zen thing where you have it down to, to second nature and on the day of the show, you relax. You're going to you try. Allow, yeah. And then you allow the training to take over. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like I'm sort of halfway in between sort of Brian's ability to write and Kieran's energy. Mm. Right. Um, so I really need to consider that method, at least partially. Mm-hmm. Like I prepare the, the material really well. I uh, I stop. On the day itself, and on the day itself, I ease myself into the environment of the of the club. I take into account the crowd that we have. Uh, I make friends with everybody around me. Uh, and here's here was my secret when I was a stage actor. Mm. No food before the show mm-hmm. at all. You go on the stage, empty stomach. Yeah. Water, coffee, fine, but no calories before the show. Nothing in the stomach and it worked nice you feel like you you can keep going on you feel hungry as shit you might ex- you might end up stealing the the director's like cheese toast or whatever yeah. but uh, it really works and for like a oh, Shakespeare production that's f- like f- four hours long you're gonna start banging out you're gonna better. just start and that show that perf- that production it had a runway stage, yeah. so nothing was just in front of the audience. It was a runway with audiences on either side, and it had three levels. Mm-hmm. So it was like a pyramid. Shit. Top, middle, bottom, like, say, three feet, two and a half to mm-hmm. three feet uh, between every level, and you're just jumping up mm-hmm. between level and level. It's, it's, it is it's a workout. Shit, man. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was I lost... Mm. Twenty kilos doing that show, mm. with all of the physical training, with all of the rehearsals, with all the performances and the matinees. Twenty kilos gone. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. By the way, have you eaten the crack house's food? Yeah, actually, I have. Which one did you have? So I've had nearly all of the pizzas. uh Everybody's getting the pizzas to share whenever we're at the show now. Yeah. And Ollie Horn, for what it's worth, is a, is a pretty damn good cook. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I've had the chicken wings and these little bread balls that you dip into like garlic butter. And they're called all these greasy balls. With garlic butter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're called all these greasy balls. I've had all these greasy balls in my mouth. Mm-hmm. He loves putting his balls in people's mouths. Mm-hmm. Right. Like a white man. Like a white man would. Like, <laughs> hello. I really like his bit where... Fifteen minutes of prep work as a host before the the performer comes up, he's just yelling on the audience jokes. Mm. Right. He's so loud and high energy. It works for what he does. But Mm. it's like, you know, we've had white people yell at us before. It didn't go well. (laughs) Right. So the food was good then? The food is actually pretty damn good. How are the balls? Hmm? How are the balls? Are they soft balls or are they hard balls? They're soft balls mm-hmm. with a crusty outside. They're crusty outside, <laughs> yeah. They're they're greasy and they're crusty, but they mm, uh, so they're soft on the tongue. Yeah, I mm. will have them soon soon enough. Right, my personal recommendation. Um, uh, it's the most expensive item on the menu at thirty five bucks. Which one? But it's the lamb pizza. Yeah, that's the one I have my eye on. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the good shit. Yeah, you have one. Maybe two slices, and you're done. It is very rich. Is it? Yeah. All right, that's good then. Yeah, I'll maybe have three, and even that's like... How's the crust? Thin. Thin crust, good. Thin crust. Yeah, but it's a crispy crust. Crispy. Oh! oh. Yeah, it's It's almost like a cracker on the outside. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. 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 Talk dirty to me. (laughs) (laughs) The pizzas are really good. i am like, I'll... I know they started making food because they needed money on the side, and so that they could tell the authorities, "Hey, now we're not just a comedy club; you can't yeah. shut us down." Yeah, very good. Very yeah, good but they're that. actually the food is actually pretty good now. Mm. So it's like before the food was kind of like an afterthought. Yeah, like just you know bar snacks just to yeah. keep people entertained. It was mainly just so. Oh. People would get thirsty enough to buy drinks. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. But then people got wise and just didn't buy the food. So you never bought the drinks. Nice. But now the food is actually pretty good. So people buy more food than they do drinks. Good. And on the weekends, they still buy a shit ton of drinks. Good. So they're making enough. I think, money to I think a, a beer, a blank beer with the lamb pizza would just go fine. Oh, yeah, it would. It'll yeah. go very well, each other down very nicely. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had the beer with the pizza yet, though. Yeah. It's a lot. And I drive. Yeah. So I I wouldn't even. But. <laughs> but it's okay, man. I mean, no, no, yeah. I don't mind. But I, I am driving to these shows. Yeah. So it's not like I can be like super hammered yeah you know driving back. I've done it before. It was a really stupid mistake. I got pulled over to the side by cops. Oh, shit. Right. And I was mm-hmm. like waiting I was waiting for him to ask for the bribe and it never came. No, right. <laughs> yeah, eventually he just let me go, but not before I dared him to give me a fine. Mm-hmm. And then he said if we find out your if we find out your 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 uh, alcohol level is too high and uh with a breathalyzer test we will literally handcuff you and throw you in, into the jail, even after you we've hauled you to the station, mm. right? And then you're you're gonna you're gonna have to be yanked to the Sharia court, not just the civil court. Shit, right? So I'm like, so you're fucked on multiple. I'm groups. already imagining that's called a DP. I'm <laughs> a, <laughs> it's yeah. a spit roast. The, <laughs> the, spit the spit roast. government is just Eiffel Tower Right. But I'm like, you know, I'm already imagining just getting like prison tats and doing push-ups. <laughs> right. I'm well, imagining... People just, doing squats with you on their feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a thousand pounds on the back. I'm just... Like, <laughs> right, wait, baby. Like, right, baby, <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining a montage of me yeah. working out in like the courtyard. To with feed fish. you to keep your weight yeah. up. <laughs> just chips. I'm eating newbies whole... <laughs> Hold right. on to my back as I do chin-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, the 50 cent is blaring the bit till my bone collapses, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'm imagining all of that, I'm, like, I'm psychologically ready, yeah. right? Yeah, this is my punishment. God has given down to me. (laughs) Fuck it, I'll do it. I'll I'll take whatever. Nail me to the cross, man. I don't give a fuck, right? (laughs) So it's like I'm gonna we're gonna take you to the station. Do it. We're gonna have to find you. Do it. We're gonna have to handcuff you. Do it. Just go. (laughs) Yeah, just like yeah. No, I'm ready. Do it. Let's do this. Let's do this. Do do it, man. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'm like too much people go go, go you asshole <laughs> and the whole time i'm driving away from this right yeah i'm doing the laugh cry from that jesse Pinkman does at the end of break i'm like never again am i doing this in my life fuck you know man yeah wait, wait, wait want to end this segment yeah I go to another segment about the army hammer i want to talk to you <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah Sure. sure sure all right ladies and gentlemen that's it for this episode till we meet again for the next episode <laughs>